I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Simply Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple things we can do to live well, do good, and be happy. And we might just change the world along the way, or at least have fun trying. Are you ready? Let's go! If it's the weekend, you can find my husband one of two places. One, either watching the duck game, which I fully support, or two, napping. He is a weekend napper. Saturday and Sunday between two and four, you can find that guy dozing, maybe for a half hour, 45 minutes. And I don't get it. I am not a napper. But I do get the fatigue that settles in around midday. Those feelings that seem to build after lunch. Why does that happen and how can we cope with it? That's what we're going to talk about here on Simply Said. I'm Polly Campbell. Thanks for being with me today. Ah, that midday slump. You aren't making it up if you feel tired toward the end of the day. And it isn't just because you ate that big bowl of pasta for lunch, though that does not help. That always makes me sleepy. But between 2 and 4 o'clock in the afternoon, our body temperature drops. Did you know that? Isn't this a weirdo thing? Our body temperature drops. It happens one other time during the day. You know when that is? Around bedtime in the evening, in the nighttime, our body temperature drops and that signals to our body to release melatonin. And melatonin is the biochemical that, guess what, makes us sleepy. This is not handy at all if we are in the office or have little people we need to care for or things to get done in the afternoon. And yet it's not realistic to think that we can push ourselves all day long either, right? Come on. We're getting up early. We work out or read or do work even before the kids get up. Then they get up. We get the house running. The kids ready for school. We head to our office through that commute. We do that worky thing until the end of time and then come home and more kids and more dinner and all of this, right? Of course we're tired, but it's not convenient when we feel that energy low right in the middle of our day. But there are some ways we can deal with that midday slump and use it to actually help us become more creative. I love this part. So what can we do when we feel ourselves settling into that midday slump? Well, you could do like my daughter does. She says she has perfected sleeping with her eyes open right through math class. (laughs) When she hits about 2.30, she's very sleepy and she's proud that she can sleep with her eyes open and assumes that no one notices. So that's one way you could do it. Uh, Not the way I suggest. One of the easiest things we can do to bounce back from that afternoon fatigue is get up and move or stretch. Roll your shoulders, move your neck. Roll your shoulders around, move your neck. Stretch your arms and legs. Go for a walk around the office or even better yet, go outside for a quick minute. When we move our body, that shoots our body full of biochemicals that help us wake up and re-energize. You could take a nap like my husband. Some companies even have a a napping room where their employees can go and and take a short nap in the afternoon when they're feeling fatigued. Most of us don't have that, but if you can get a break on the weekend, take a nap. If you can take a quickie 20-minute nap when you get home from work, try it. You might feel better. Now, I'm not a napper. I have a hard time settling down, and uh, I never really quite got it when my husband was taking these naps, and so I always kind of make fun of him about this, and I went on Facebook to pose the question about people and their naps, and I will tell you what. I got an earful. People are very serious about 
their naps. And research backs them up. There's plenty of evidence to suggest that a 30 to 45 minute nap, even a 20 minute nap can be effective, but a 30 to 45 minute nap in the afternoon can help us feel better, improve our memory, help us relax and uh, be more focused as the day comes to a close. So if you're a napper, find a way to fit that in and you're gonna feel better. Another way to bust through that midday slump is use adaptogens. Have you heard of this? Adaptogens. I had not heard of this until I was doing some research on an article last month. And the editor I was working with said she wanted me to check this out. What is an adaptogen? Well, it's an herb. Sometimes it's a mushroom, uh, but it's an herb that helps our bodies respond and recover from short and long-term stress, both mental both mental and physical stress. Some adaptogens also help boost our immunity and our overall well-being. And there's research that says they can combat fatigue, enhance mental performance, ease depression and anxiety, and help you get through the day with more energy rather than just muddling through. Now, I haven't tried any of these. I've read the research, but before you put anything new in your body, sit down with your naturopathic physician or your doctor and see if, if they think this might work for you. Adaptogens like American ginseng are said to help boost the working memory, improve our reaction time, and foster calmness. Ashwagandha, Ashwagandha, I think that's how you say it, is said to reduce stress and anxiety. Licorice root, I can say that one, reduces stress. Rhodiola rosea staves off physical and mental fatigue. This is what the research is indicating. The studies have been small. Uh, so talk to your doctor, but you know, if this is something you know about and use, let me know how it works for you. You can reach out to me on Twitter, at PL Campbell. And I'm curious about how you build this into your day and if you notice that adaptogens help ease that midday fatigue. I'll let our listeners know. The diet, our diet and what we eat the days before and even the day of can really help too. Like I said, if, if you eat simple carbs, a big bowl of pasta, you're gonna feel tighter as their afternoon goes on. But things like leafy greens, kale, romaine lettuce, spinach, they'll help keep you awake. And one study showed that eating up to seven servings of fruit and vegetables a day left people feeling happier, more creative, and more engaged. I gotta tell you, I um, I wasn't great with my diet until a couple of years ago when I kind of went through my, my low spot. And one of the things I did to get back on track was I added seven to nine servings of fruit and vegetables a day, which was a lot more than I had been eating. I felt it immediately. Not only did I lose weight, but I felt a significant change in my energy and my mood. And if I can feel that way without working out, hey, I am all for it. Add the fruits and vegetables in and look to those leafy greens. They're going to help boost your energy and help you feel more focused during the day. Another way to do this with diet is stay hydrated. You don't need an expensive energy drink. Drink water, drink water all day long. Not big gloves, but sips all day long. Our cells rely on, on water to transport their information and to move around. And even mild dehydration limits our ability to stay focused on our work, according to research. Did you know that? I knew I felt sluggish when I didn't have enough water or achy. But dehydration, mild dehydration, limits our ability to stay focused on our work. That's a reason to keep sipping while sitting at your desk or doing whatever you do. Another way to play with the senses in order to boost your energy is aromatherapy. 
take a whiff of a citrus scent or peppermint, light a candle that smells like that, or incense. I have this lemon hand soap that I use and it perks me up. Those scents have rejuvenating qualities that can help. And if you're adding more fruits and vegetables to your diet, peel an orange and then eat it. The orange, the scent of that citrus, the peel, is really rejuvenating. Now, from the do as I say, not as I do category, one of the things researchers suggest we do to avoid feeling so tired as the day goes on is to stay away from sugar and caffeine in the afternoon. Not only do those things affect our sleep quality later at night, but they immediately put us in a cycle where we get a burst of energy and then come crashing down. I'm sure you felt that you've had a donut or a candy bar or 20 cups of coffee and you feel really good and fired up for a little bit and then you're tired again. Um, it gets harder about an hour after we consume the caffeine or the sugar in the afternoon. Now, I'm not a big sugar girl. I have no problem staying away from the candy. But I will tell you what, I am not putting down my coffee cup. Usually I'm done by morning, but if I'm sipping it through the day, it actually does feel like it gives me a little lift. But if nothing else, I, I like to drink my coffee. If you can stay away from caffeine and sugar in the afternoon, though, you're probably not going to feel the same degree of fatigue as you would when you're using that stuff. Another way to think about these midday slumps is instead of fighting it, acknowledge it, right? We know we can feel better with adequate sleep and afternoon nap if it's possible. Those things don't always happen for us in the middle of our busy lives. We know we can feel better and more energized if we eat more fruits and vegetables and the leafy greens. Pack a lunch, you know, with a big salad, that'll help you through. Eat a handful of walnuts, that can be energizing. But instead of stopping the slump or worrying about it, I've also found it really useful to use that lower energy time differently. Afternoons, when we're in that midday slump, can be a good time to run a quick errand or get outside and move your body a little. Something where you don't have to be focused at the desk. Schedule your doctor appointment or haircut for the hours between 2 and 4 when you know your energy is lagging. Right? Get the more complex tasks done, the things that require our deepest focus and attention earlier in the day, then schedule the two to four hours for more creative exploration or development work when our brains are a little fatigued and fuzzy. According to research by psychologist Marie Weith, associate professor of psychology at Albion College, we are more creative in the afternoons or other times when we're a little tired or groggy, like when we wake up in the morning. During those times when we are unable to lock in on our focus, our attention is diffused and wandering, and that allows us to think more creatively. So when we are not focused on a single task at hand, when our mind is more apt to wander, or we bring in outside thoughts, we're more likely to draw associations that lead to innovation, or creative development work. I've noticed this in my work for sure. At the top of the day, I have a long to-do list and I'm very focused and alert. This is when I do my heavy writing, my intense structuring, the things I really need to be keenly focused on. This is a lot of times in the morning hours, earlier hours, when I do my revision and I really need to go through things tightly and really it's challenging, uh, hard work. I'm clued in during those hours on what I need to get done and, and how I'm gonna do it. And I'm able to really get going and focus on my task and almost nothing else. I'm very effective at those things in the morning. But when I'm working on a new idea or looking for a way to 
package new material, when I'm cultivating a different tone or approach to my work or, or trying to ponder through um, some complicated problem, those ideas, those best ideas usually emerge in the afternoon. Often they come up while I'm walking the dog, when I'm taking a shower, right? When my mind is a little fuzzier toward the end of the day between those two and four o'clock hours. And that fuzziness or inability to focus during the two to four hours allows my mind to wander. And that leads to associations and ideas that maybe I wouldn't have thought about before when I had that single-minded focus on the task. So use that time at the end of the day. You know, boost your energy, give your body the tools it needs to feel energized. But then understand that when you hit that energetic lull, that time, those hours in the afternoon can be used for creative work. And research shows that even a few breaks in between everything, very, very short break, 10 second breaks, can make a big difference in how we learn and produce. So if you really need to be at the desk during those afternoon hours and you're having a hard time staying focused and doing what has to be done, do it, do the, handle the tasks in short bursts of energy. Work on it for a second and then take a quick 10 to 20 second break, look around, do something else, and then come back to it. Even those tiny micro breaks give our brains a chance to respond to the information we've just put before it to kind of process that, take it in and remember it so that there's more learning and an ability to use uh, that information going forward. That brings us to the Simply Start segment. What do you feel when that energy will hits? What does it feel like in your body? Do you notice a time on the clock? Does it hit about the same time every day? Pay attention to that. And today, when you feel that come on, choose one new activity to break through it. Go for a quick stroll around the office or the block. Sit at your desk and stretch your shoulders and neck and then get back to it and see if you don't notice a difference. Then consider if it isn't time to tackle a more creative aspect of your job. You'll be surprised about the ideas you come up with. Like so many of the things we talk about on this show, living an energetic life and being productive and creating meaningful work is really about being aware of what's working for you and when it's working for you. So the first step is to really notice when you're slumping. What does that feel like for you? And then playing to the senses. You know, we talked about moving the body, the aromatherapy, the peppermint. You can even chew gum. Research shows that chewing gum can increase periods of concentration, especially when you're working on tasks that require a lot of focus, like data editing or you know documenting things and don't forget to turn on the music right we do know that listening to binaural beats that are sounds created by playing two different frequencies through earphones and to the brain and to the ears changes our brainwave activity some music generates delta or theta brainwaves and those can help us relax and calm down according to research published in alternative therapies in health and medicine journal. Some may boost our energy. And you know what I'm talking about because listening to music in the frequency range of beta and gamma waves, which run from 12 hertz all the way up to 100 hertz, 12 hertz is beta and 100 hertz at the highest gamma waves, that is said to contribute to bursts of inside information processing, stronger memory, 
energy, according to some limited research. Listen, people are just starting to look into this in a big way, but this is not surprising to me at all because when I listen to really energetic music with a strong beat, I'm better at my workout. I feel better in my day. I'm more motivated. When I listen to quiet, calming music, I might feel relaxed. I might feel sad, whatever it is. Music definitely moves us. So find something in the higher frequency of binaural beats. Put on the earphones, and there are lots of playlists on Spotify and uh, the different casting systems so that you can find something that's going to enhance your creativity or your motivation or productivity. Uh, there's a whole playlist around this thing. So tune in, turn it up, and get going. And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment where I talk about my favorite things, the little practices, items, books, music, things I find during my week that elevate my experience. And this week, here it is. Talk about a high frequency song. How can you not be energized listening to that? Survivors, Eye of the Tiger. I love it takes me back, gets me going. Plug in a playlist from wherever you get your music. Look for one with high frequency, solid beat. You're going to feel better. You're going to get going. Eat some leafy greens instead of a bowl of pasta. Get up and move around. Turn on the high frequency music or schedule the time in the afternoon to let your mind wander and create, develop creative projects or run your errands or do the things that require less focus. Feeling good in our lives and doing good in our lives is really about becoming aware of what we're doing and how we're feeling, right? Pay attention to your body. As you hit that midday slump, no, you're not alone. It's part of our biology. But you can use these strategies and others to override that and make the most of that afternoon time. So give it a try. Let me know what you discover, what works for you, what doesn't, what ideas do you have. You can reach out to me at www.imperfectspirituality.com. That's my website and blog. You can also sign up for my newsletter there, How to Live an Awesome Life newsletter. Or you can find me on Twitter, at P.L. Campbell. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what works for you. And simply said, I think we can come together and share our collective wisdom, humor, ideas, thoughts, and strategies. All things that will help us live well, do good, and be happy.
Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Welcome to Tuning In To Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning In To Sound Wellbeing today. Electric acid.